I am Lorenzo Melcher, Pittsburgh tight ends coach, and I am inside the hive. All right. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Very excited for this one, except my partner, Sam, is not here. I was excited to be with both of you when you told me yesterday. I was like, yeah, and then Sam decides he wanted to go do something else, apparently. Yeah, he is fired. Sam Lawson officially fired. Fired. Yep. <laughs> not like me fired, because Sam is not coming back. Nope. Has he missed – is this his first one he's missed, or has he missed other ones? This is the first one. Okay. I had a legit reason. I was sick. Yeah. Sam does not have a legit reason. Should we say the reason? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Put him on blast, right. man. Yeah, why not? Yeah, he said he went to go. He wanted to go buy a costume. Mm-hmm. For a, yes, for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's got duties, and he's not doing You're it. You're here. You're here. I'm here. I'm thugging it out. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm excited. That was a joke. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just because you're always stupid. That's why. It's oh, yeah. Okay. That's why. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So um, this is, uh, what, season two, episode five. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's been good so far. Good. Can I ask a question? Yeah, I know this is your totally. podcast. How have you enjoyed, or how, how much have you enjoyed? I, I figured you enjoy it, but how much have you enjoyed doing a podcast? Well, it's, so originally I got into it because of Jack and Joel. Mm-hmm. We were We were pretty good friends last year. And uh, so I'd always, like, listen to the podcast last year and kind of got me excited when Jack told me, he was like, hey, you want to do the podcast next year? Yeah. And I knew it was, like, a senior thing or whatever, so I was really honored that he would kind of, like, try to pass it down to me. And I was, Rogers and I were, we, you know, we were buddies. We were good friends. <laughs> so he let it slide. And, I mean, I've had so much fun so far, I think, uh, especially with Sam because mm-hmm. we're friends and we know each other pretty well. Uh it's just a lot of fun. Good. He's so. done a great job. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. I do enjoy listening to him mostly because I like hearing other people interview people, how other people interview because mm-hmm. you learn things and, you yeah. know, it's cool to, to hear other people do yeah. it. Yeah. I remember you telling me at practice one day that my question, <laughs> you liked how broad my questions were. Yeah, because just, yeah, cause it, I, I'm so used to like trying to have the best questions and sometimes it's just like, how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. You know, and it can be real simple. Yeah. So. Well, that kind of leads me to my first question. Oh, okay. Actually, it's a very simple one again, so don't think too hard about it. (laughs) Okay. But what does a normal day, like, look like for you? What what do you do? So I am a a coach, but I'm not a teacher, so I don't work for Perrysburg. I work for the Toledo Metro Parks. I am a park services supervisor for Glass City Metro Park, which is the brand new park downtown i don't know if either of you have been there uh, we had uh, ice skating there last year oh, nice. uh, we're gonna start our second season of ice skating this year so it's a lot of work but my day uh, i usually get up about five uh, i gotta get to work by six and then it's a lot more um i got into like parks to be outside you know and that's mm-hmm. been my job for a long time just outside mow um plant plants do irrigation that kind of stuff and now since i'm a supervisor i do a lot more like it's like being the head coach. So mm-hmm. I do a lot more planning for my guys on what they're going to do, have meetings, you know, do that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm there eight or nine hours, depending on when it is. If it's not football season, I'm there longer. Um, but during football season, I work till about 2.30 and then go home, get dressed, and come out to football. And, you know, depending if Mateo has practice, I don't get home till 7, you know, if I got to pick him up from football mm-hmm. practice. So uh, they're long days, but – it's fun. Uh, I enjoy doing what I'm doing because I like being in charge. So I, and that's why I'm in charge of the park. So I enjoy doing that. And then coming here, obviously, it's it's fun to coach football. Yeah. I You know, I've always wondered about that because when I was a kid, I would watch like the uh, – I don't know if you ever heard of it. I think it's called North Star Law or something like that. North 
Northwoods Law. That's okay. what it was. And it was like a it was like a show about like the park rangers and stuff. And oh, sure. It's not exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. But it always had me interested, and that was like always a career I was interested in when I was younger. Yeah. So I always like wanted to meet somebody who kind of was out outdoors, like job and stuff like that mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's that's cool that there's one that I know. Yeah, it, it is very cool. Uh, a lot of people think uh, at first when I say I work for the parks that they immediately think I'm a ranger, uh, especially how I dress, but. Uh, there's our rangers, our law enforcement. There's a lot of park systems that have rangers that aren't. They're just like security. That's interesting. Yeah. So oh, our yeah, our yeah, our rangers have you know they can they can, they carry weapons and they can arrest you and they can do all kinds of stuff. So okay. yeah. So they they are law enforcement, um, which is nice because you know it, it's nice to have that and mm-hmm. and they're they're really personable, which is also nice because you don't want to just be big bad law enforcement walking around. So um, but it, it is I really enjoy being outside and sometimes you don't think about it like. My daughter came to the park one time, and, and this is before it opened. We just opened in June. So she was just running around doing whatever, I think playing on the playgrounds and stuff. And um, she's like, you get to work here every day? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, yeah. you don't think about it until someone awesome. asks yeah. you about it. So, yeah, it was it's pretty cool. I, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of work, but it's fun, especially seeing when it's when the park's full of people, you know. Mm. So Yeah. Is, and that's the one – is that the one down by the river kind of? Um, yeah, downtown Toledo, east side of yeah. Toledo. Yep. Does it have that – it's got that big, like the big playground. You know what I mean? Yeah, it goes up. It's forty-one feet tall, dude. Yep. I yep. went there a while ago <laughs> with my girlfriend, and I probably spent ten minutes just playing on the playground. Dude, it's, did you go down the big slide? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. awesome. I climbed all the way up. <laughs> dude, it was so fun. It is, it is tall. It is tall. It's cool. I've saved a couple young kids because they got scared. Yeah. Uh, and it's a couple of criers up there that I was able to help. I'm but uh, nervous. It is. I climbed. I've only been down one time. Because yeah. it is a lot. It isn't just like climbing a ladder. Like, yeah. it's a lot of ropes. There's a lot of things you got to go across to get to the slide. Uh, you can climb on the outside of the slide, too. It has hand hand, really? hand holds, like it's a rock wall. Uh, so you can do that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's pretty big. And that's only – we have two playgrounds. Uh-huh. Um, so that But that's the biggest one. That's the most popular one. Yeah. yeah. Now, about the park rangers, is there one at every location that you have, or do they kind of travel around? We They have four regions that they patrol – um, it's usually they're together. So our region, um, the region that they're in where I work, there's, um, seven parks. So they go, they travel around okay. from park to park, checking mm-hmm. it. Some, some are more rural. You don't have to go. There's not as many people go to them. Some are like downtown where I work, where it's busy every day. Um, we have a dead period right now because we ended our summer season and sk- like roller skating. And then we don't start ice skating until, I think two weeks. So there's like a dead period where the park isn't really activated. But once that stuff comes on, then they'll be more more active downtown. The park will anyway. Okay. But yeah, they 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 travel around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you have any crazy park stories for us? Um, a lot of stuff that uh, I probably shouldn't talk about on a on a podcast that will be listened <laughs> by high school kids. Um, but but there are you know there's some there's some cool stories where when the park opened. I think in the first three weeks, we found three kids that were missing their parents or were lost. Oh, wow. But we were able to, you know, reunite with their parents. That's cool. Um, there's a lot. We see a lot of different stuff as far as, like, you know, the amount of animals we see, especially downtown. People think, like, oh, it's downtown. There's not going to be a lot of stuff. But we see all kinds of things. There's deer downtown. There's a – we released – in the spring, we released a juvenile bald eagle. Oh, oh, so it hangs out down the park all the time. And it was sitting on t- – we have this thing called the Beacon Tower. It was sitting on top of this light tower for about two hours, just hanging out there. Um, 
but we we see uh there's a lot of cool stuff to see and you know a lot of stories like i said that can be shared off air you know okay. but uh okay. there, it is very interesting uh it's very cool uh, i just i really enjoy like just seeing because i know how much work my staff puts into the park and i enjoy people going there and using the things that we yeah that we supply them that's yeah. awesome yeah. yeah so did you were you stationed somewhere else before this park yeah i was i started so i've been there for three years i started at providence metro park which i didn't know it existed uh, and i didn't know where it was at until the day before i started working there like i applied interviewed uh it was zoom interview it was during covid mm-hmm. so i zoom interviewed and then the day before I, I was like i should probably figure out where i'm going uh so i went out there with my wife we walked around uh and i was there for eight months as a park maintenance so i you know installed while i was there i installed uh a faucet fixed you know a, a little bit of carpentry a little bit of electrical stuff you know down at providence they have a big boat um with um uh, a lock and I don't know if you know what a lock is it's on a canal so um, back in the day they used the canal for everything but when you needed this one that's still active they take the boat put it in the lock close the lock and it raises the water level up so people can get on and off the boat so there's boat tours there but that boat is you know really old so you know working on that was pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, they got a mill there that you know that you can use um, they we actually milled with this the biggest saw blade I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was really cool to like get it up and running and see wood get, you know, milled into, into planks that you could use for things. And so I, I, uh, it was a cool park and I was there for about eight months. And then I put in for a supervisor job at Pearson Metro Park, which is in Oregon. And I was there for about, probably there for about a year. And then I got switched to Glass City Metro Park where I'm at now. So I've been a supervisor for a couple of years, just at two different parks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is this one your favorite? Um, I wanted to be at Glass City before it was open. Like I knew what it was, mm-hmm. what was happening, and I wanted to be there when I first got to the Metro Parks. Okay. So uh, I'm very excited to be there because, like I said, that's where I wanted to be from the beginning. And it just took a little bit of time for people to know me and see my skill set and what I can do. And and now, like I'm I'm in the spot that I want to be at. And you know, I don't want to be anywhere else. Eventually, I want to keep moving up. You know, I'd like to be park director. You know, which is oversees everything. Eventually, that's what that's my goal. So, you know, we'll work, we'll work my way up that way. All right. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, actually, yeah, okay. So, I did a little something with the team. I'll, I'll just throw in a few <laughs> questions here and there. but Because uh, you're very close with uh, pretty much all of our players. Yeah, I, I do want to speak about that real quick. Like, I enjoy um, talking to you guys. Like, I, even when I'm out there, I know I have my tight ends and they're – they're goofballs and you know i enjoy talking to them and but i want to talk to as many kids as possible and that's the one thing that i miss about being a freshman coach like you get to know the whole team yep. right yep. and when i moved up to varsity i lost that but i also had the biggest group when i was a wide receivers coach when i first mm-hmm. came up here so I, I still got to know him i was jv coach so i got to know those often like still knew most of the team but then when i got off of jv this year that's the, like there's <laughs> There's still some linemen. I don't know their names. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just because I never see them. They're yeah. not my group. I didn't coach them on JV. So, um, so that, like, you know, you saying that, that's that's something I, I, I'm glad you said that because I just try to do that. Like, I want to be a part of it. And as much as you guys want me to be a part of your lives, I'll take it. If you just want to know me as a football coach, cool. If you want to play Fortnite, you know, then I'll play Fortnite with you guys. Uh, you know, I just like all that stuff. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. think I knew the uh, linemen on Grace team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember who started. Yeah. I don't <laughs> remember 
any of them. <laughs> it, it's tough when yeah. you when you're when you don't need to know yeah. all of them. No. Then <laughs> no. <laughs> that's no way. You only have so much mental capacity. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's really good because it's always nice to have somebody that we can come to talk to or relate to and everything. I think you're just perfect for that. Well, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So. I asked everyone if they had a question for you. Yeah. So we'll sprinkle in a few here and there. <laughs> so the first one is from Dylan. He says, why did you want to become a park ranger? So um, so he doesn't know me as well. So I, I am not a park ranger, as we discussed. Yep. But um, I I got my degree from Owens in landscape and turf grass management. So I knew I wanted to work outside. And I had jobs along the way. I worked for a, a big Fortune 500 company where I worked on one campus and then I worked for the University of Toledo for seven years. And then when I found out the Metro Parks was hiring, uh, it was just a perfect time with COVID. Things happened at my job. Where I was like, oh, I think the parks would be really cool. And once I got in there, and, and um, it was kind of just like, like as soon as I started working, I had a really good supervisor. His name was Brian. His, his name is Brian. He's still there. Um, that really helped me. Like as soon as I got in there, he knew I wanted to do more. So he helped me do more. And you know, once once I figured out what the parks was, I was glad that I moved there. But I just, all my jobs for the last 15 years has been in the green industry, and I just wanted to continue to be, I just like being outside, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you ever think about, like, uh, golf course stuff or anything like that? So Owens has, uh, when you do Owens, you can do turf management or landscape. Gotcha. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of, like, mowing at the time like yeah. i don't want to deal yeah. with that i don't want to wake up at four o'clock in the morning no. like do all that's that stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah and long days oh, yeah. i had a buddy who worked for the mud hens where he would have 16 hour days do that for four days on a four game homestand and then be off for a week because they're away yeah. you know so i didn't want to do that part of it as much as i love sports you know yeah. i didn't want to do that part of it and i really liked like as i was doing classes i really enjoyed plants and yeah. planting of it and landscaping and so i went that track and you know come to find out um i love mowing like it's it's a lot of fun, and when I found that out, also I had a my my first job, one of my first jobs. Um, I had a, a boss said, you know, I know you like landscaping, don't really care about grass, but guess what? If the grass is brown, they're not going to see the plants. <laughs> and I was like, you're right, you're right. So I really got into mowing, and it's one of those things where you can put headphones in and oh, just yeah. go, yep. you know, and not think about stuff. And so so I enjoy doing that. Actually, I don't do much of outside stuff now because of my job, but I got to sit on a tractor and mow for about four hours today. So today was a good day, just mow and go. And every once in a while I have to answer my phone. That's the tough part is when you're mowing and you're a supervisor, your pocket's vibrating, you look at it, and depending on who it is, you can put it right back in your pocket or you got to pick it up. So, <laughs> yep. you know, some of those things. But, uh-huh. but yeah, I did think about that stuff for a little bit, but it, it just – the plants part of it, kind of landscaping part kind of drew me. Understandable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And do you think there's anything that made you want to do that kind of stuff, like like from when you were younger, or like something that your parents kind of did for their jobs that made you want to deal with plants? My My – my mom was a nurse and my dad worked in a factory, but he did enjoy, like he made my brother and I cut the grass, uh, which as a child you don't want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, we, may, we my son does it, but we have to pay him $5. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had to do it for free. Uh, but the, he did, he did like planting annual plants. Like he loved flowers. So we would have a bed in front of our, at our house, I grew up in Toledo. We had a bed in front of our house, and he would always have impatience there. It was, it was shady, put these impatience, and he really, he really looked, liked it. Um, as I got older, 
Um, not even in, like high school, nothing really drew to me. But as I as I figured out like what I wanted to do, I went to BG, and it didn't. I was wasn't ready for college out of high school. Went uh, they they told me not to come back after a semester, but it was just because I didn't go to class. You know, I you know they're not gonna <laughs> keep you in class or keep you enrolled if you're not there. I went to Owen, same thing. Like, and it, it just came to at some point in my life, um, my girlfriend, who's who's now my wife, said, you know, you should probably go back to school. So I got into Owen's catalog and just flipped through a bunch of stuff, stuff that interested me, and eventually got down to two things. And one was landscape turfgrass management, and the other one was x-ray tech. And what it was was I want to be outside. Mm-hmm. So here it is. But I, 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 there's nothing that really, like, pinpointed it, like, this is what kind of led me to mm-hmm. being outside. As, as, as I got a little older, I just enjoyed being outside. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. Good Another question. One. That was a good question. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Another one. Uh is from Medford. Okay. Well, why do you guys call him? Is well, it just because? Well, okay. Part of it's because we like to mess with him. Yeah. That's one of them. And I'm surprised you even mentioned him on the podcast. I, I really didn't. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> he told me. Is that a hot topic or what? It's a running joke that we don't we don't mention him. So he, uh, and I was in the in the locker room or whatever, and I was like asking people if they had questions. He was like, it's like I'm trying to think, and I asked Dylan if he wanted to be like anonymous or like yeah. let you know, and Medford's like. Oh, you're going to put my name in there? <laughs> you should have left it out. I was like, well, funny. that's what I did. I was like, I told Joe, I was like, Medford put the question down. And I was like, I'm not writing his name. <laughs> but I, I figured I'd, I'd cut him some slack. Okay. So, all right. And the reason is because uh, I believe one day in, we were doing, we were, we were doing something for defense up on the whiteboard. Okay. And uh, one of our defensive coaches wrote Medford instead of Mefford. Oh, yeah. And so ever since then, it kind of just stuck. That's how it works, man. That's yeah. right. that, He's going to be Medford for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. You get a name like that <laughs> and like some stupid thing like that, and that's it, man. That's, yes, that's all it takes. I, I, we had a buddy who, in college, we'd, we'd play poker, and he was so slow. and we would, So we started calling him Sid the Sloth uh, from whatever. I, I forget, Ice Age. Uh-huh. And we still call him Sid, or at least I do. Yep. Like, we still, and it just sticks with him. So uh-huh. that, yeah. So I'm, yeah. It's good. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. So this one is from him. He he wants to know what your favorite JV memory was. Um, I don't know if it was my favorite, but I do remember uh, when Blue Ball ripped his helmet off oh, uh, yeah. and almost cost us the game at Southview after yep. after making a, a good play. Um, took his helmet off in the flag, and then <laughs> I had to. I was so mad. Uh, but it's it's fine to joke about now because we won. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine if we would have lost, you know, because I of that. Uh, I I enjoyed that. Um, I do. I enjoy kind of the ragtag nature of it too, because it's JV, and there's a little bit of that with freshmen too. You can you can kind of mess around with it, um, but it's a, a, to a larger extent, a, definitely at JV, where it's like um, you'll you would never as a varsity coach put a play in that you just drew up on the sideline <laughs> and you can do that at uh, jv oh yeah yep. you can just say all right guys when we go back out here's what i want i want four guys over here and we're gonna fake the button then you're gonna run this like mm-hmm. you know all that stuff Tri- i love trick plays uh-huh. uh that was uh, any trick play that we would run is nice um but but i think overall is just just it's so loose and i like that aspect of it where yeah. we can just we can just do our own thing and, and everything's all right you know mm-hmm. yeah all right, this well, this will be the last one for now. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe would like to know what your favorite Fortnite season was. 
I don't remember seasons. He also said you could say maps. Um, I'm sure that you don't really remember that any better either. Though. So no, I do remember maps because there there was um, a spot where I would always go, and I forget what it was called, but it was like um, it was like a movie theater. Because you would land, there was like this big building, and there was a bunch of cars, like it was a drive-in. Yeah, um, uh, but I forget what it was oh, called. Shit. But I, I loved landing there. Uh, but I got oh, now yeah. it's gonna drive me crazy. Yeah, same. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, what a, a drive-in! That's what those are. But I, it was me and Mateo would always go there. Mm-hmm. Um, he would always separate from me, and I would, I get upset because like Mateo, you can't just like we're together. This is a team. Um, I, I enjoy Frenzy right now. I like mm-hmm. going there. Okay. I liked it a lot. Risky Reels. Yes. Risky Reels. Yes. So I liked it a lot better, Frenzy, when they had the, I forget the, the person that was, that you could purchase where they, it was like added to your party. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had one of those in the top of Frenzy, but they don't have it anymore. But I still like going there. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's yeah, man. Fortnite. I, I love Fortnite. It's so much fun. <laughs> I don't have time to play as much as I want nope. to, nope. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, Coach Melcher... Um, he likes to play with us on Fortnite a yeah. lot. We uh, we found this up mid season, I think. Yeah. That he played, <laughs> and ever since then, it's kind of like a nice. Somebody texts in the group chat. Yep. Whoever can play gets on. That's what's, when I saw you texting me yesterday. I'm like, oh, maybe he wants to play Fortnite, and then I was like, <laughs> oh, it's just to me. So that's something else. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's fun. You guys play late though sometimes. Yeah. Yes, I mean. I don't like see Fortnite like I I don't like to play it when it's late. Mm-hmm. At night. It's just too much thinking for me at night and I just I'd rather play Madden. Yeah. Where if I get tired I'll just hand it off to the <laughs> running back and he'll do whatever he wants. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's fun, especially I like mostly like like uh snow days. Mm. If you I I don't know oh. I don't know if you have to work during I do. your big snow days. <laughs> I do. Well, actually my I, I mean, I have to be there, mm. um, but I I do less of the actual work. But yes, yeah. Well, if you ever come home early, <laughs> on a snow day, just just be ready. <laughs> there was one time I found this out uh, on a snow day. Metro Parks has a policy where if you're not a supervisor and it's a level three, you don't go in, but you still get paid. Oh, nice. And at the time, I wasn't a supervisor, mm-hmm. so it was so weird to be at home. It was the first time I was home on a snowstorm in probably like 12 years. Wow. And I'm just like watching the snow because they, they don't want you going in. I'm yeah. like, all right, so I guess I'll sit here. That would been perfect. Awesome. I had my own snow day. I hadn't had one of those in forever. Yeah. So, yeah, it was nice. That's sweet. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right, so weaning off of those questions a little bit. Yeah. Um, what made you want to become a coach? So I have um, – I started coaching softball when I was, I think, 17. I was assistant coach for my little sister's softball team. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I found out everyone loves to be assistant coaches. Like, there's there's no shortage of assistant coaches. Uh, even this year, I, I'm the, the head coach of my daughter's softball team by title only. I don't do a lot. Um, but I have four assistant coaches, but neither none of them signed up to be head coach just because it's a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it started, like I said, it started when I was younger. And then and when I got into high school, I had, uh, even before that, my dad was a baseball coach and my baseball coach for like five years. And I knew like when, if whenever I had kids, I was going to be, be baseball, softball, whatever, you know, if I had a son or daughter, I was going to be a coach for them. Cause mm-hmm. I really enjoyed my dad being there. My mom was our bench coach and she kept the book and she kept the kids in line. So it was, you know, having both of them there was like, yeah, this is something I want to do yeah. for sure with my kids, mm-hmm. you know? And then as I got older in high school, I had an awesome throwing coach. I, I did track and field. 
Mr. Henches, H, uh, we called him. He was such a good coach. Was real, like, never got too high, too low. He could keep everything, like, center. And he taught me, like, especially with shot and disc, like, you get four throws. Like, if the bat, if first one goes bad, you can't get upset because you still got three more and you're going to go in the tank. Yeah. So he taught me, like, to be level. Like, just, mm-hmm. just, you can't get up too high or too low. My dad taught me, like, my dad didn't know anything about baseball. And at each year, he grew more and learned more. And, and he taught me, like, it's okay to talk to the kids about it. Like, hey, he would ask us, like, what do you guys think? Or what do you think about the lineup? And, and he would ask our input on a lot of stuff. So I liked, I like doing that now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, hey, this is how we're going to do things. Or especially for, as a freshman coach or JV coach, I want the, people's input to this is your team. You know, even, even making signals. Like, you guys got to look at us for the signals. What do you guys think about this stuff? Yeah. Um, so my dad, H, and then the last one is Coach Kriegel. Um, those three guys – um, coach Regal, like such a good head coach, much like coach Connor now where he lets us coach our guys. There's some coaches that need to be involved in every position and need to be, you know, making sure they're doing the coaches are doing what, what he tells them. And, you know, he just let us coach and being a, a first time he, he gave me my first varsity job and, you know, coming up, I had no idea what I was doing. You know, he made me wide receivers coach. My friends would make fun of me. Like you're an offensive lineman. You're coaching wide receivers. <laughs> like, Hey, I don't have to run the routes. I just got to yeah. show them what they're doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, he, Coach Kriegel said, run any drill you want, find them, do whatever you want. They'll let – the kids will let you know if they're good or bad. Sometimes they'll hate them, but you'll like them. You know, there's a lot of growing. Um, do do what you want to do, you know. So those three guys um, really, like, instilled a lot into me uh, and, and, like, showed me how to be a coach in different ways. And now, you know, I can take all of them and, and really make make – make me the coach I want to be, you know, and, yeah. and it goes from five-year-olds to you guys being 18, you know, like it's, it's all the same. The message is just a little bit different and that's where I got to figure out how to do that. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. I, I've always thought about that kind of, if I would want to coach, like when I was older, I feel like I like, like big gold would not be able to handle those <laughs> no. guys. No, 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 no. It's it's all just being organized. Uh, if you can be organized, it makes everything a lot better. Mm, yeah. Imagine though, like, you know some of these parents. Yeah. Exactly. The big gold level man. Uh huh. You, you you don't run their son twenty five <laughs> times a game. They're waiting on you out, out on the sideline. You know, like yeah. They're letting you have it from the stands. Oh, They're not yeah. even waiting. Yeah. 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 It, it's it's hard, and that you know that's why, like I said, there's a lot of assistant coaches. It's hard to be a head coach mm. and. You know, I think everyone should try coaching something at some point. Like, I think it's good, you know. Um, even Powder Puff to a little extent. Like, you still got to, like, the, the girls playing still are looking to the to the coaches to say, all right, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They, they need some guidance. So any little bit of that helps, especially going forward in whatever career you decide to do. Like, there is some sort of leadership aspect that you need to, to be yep. successful. Yeah. So That, um that parents part right there made me made me think of a question. Uh, how do I want to word this? <laughs> what has been the most exciting experience with a fan or parent in the stands that you've had to deal with as a coach on JV? Um, I've I've had to. Um, you don't have to name anyone. No, I well, f- I remember freshman when I was a freshman coach. We were at Springfield, and there was. We were on offense, and there was a late hit on our quarterback or face mask or something to our quarterback, and he was down and injured. And 
fans started going crazy. There was a flag thrown, but they were going crazy, and I turned around. And Springfield, we were just there. It's The stands aren't very big for yeah. visitors. I just turned around. It's quiet because it's a freshman game, and I just went. I just yelled real loud, like, hey, they threw a flag. We're taking care of it. Knock it off. Like, mm-hmm. calm down. And everyone did and, and whatever. And I remember uh, Chuck came up to me, and, and he's like, I've never had a coach do that, but that was that was needed, and, and it was good that you did that. And I just – I used to be a football official. I used to be an umpire. I don't tolerate my fans or players or anybody yelling at them because mm-hmm. I know what it is, you know, how, how it was there. Um, there was a time and I had to yell in the stands of the JV game. We were winning by a billion, and there's uh, someone complaining that there was their, – their, their kid got called for a penalty, and they didn't think so. And I looked at him, and I just pointed to the scoreboard. I'm like, look at the scoreboard. Like, we're winning by a lot. It's okay. You yeah. know, like, yeah. this, if they miss the call, cool. But we're still winning, mm-hmm. and we're going to win. So, you know, there's there's times where I have yelled and said, right or wrong, I don't know. You know, it's just what I feel like I need to do, especially when everything's super quiet at JV and freshman games where you can hear everything. Yeah. You know, I think for me, like, that's coming down a little bit. I didn't notice that. <laughs> no? No. Like, I didn't hear anything. I, I don't. It wasn't like a silence. Like there was nothing to hear. Yeah. Like, I just didn't notice. Well, you guys had use headphones though, right? Yeah. You guys use headphones. I I didn't use headphones, okay. so you can hear a lot more of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, even Friday nights, like I don't hear anything. I can barely hear Coach Connor sometimes. Yeah. You know, because it's so loud. But I can see how. You know, and and maybe I pay. I'm hyper aware of it more. I don't know, maybe because I don't like it at all. Yeah. Like I, it's, it frustrates me. Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. All right. Um, we'll do some more. Okay. Player questions. <laughs> I like that segment. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I, I'm. He I, told me he's like I got a good segment, so I was excited. We should start doing that like more often. Yeah. When we're gonna have anybody on, Just we should take take the outside questions. Yeah. I like. That. It's also a good way to, to like. In between, in between, like questions, mm-hmm. you know, good filler too. And you, a lot of times with that, you'll get questions that you didn't even think about and ask them. Mm, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. You get goofballs like Joe yeah. Yeah. thinking about questions. You, yeah, you yeah. better start thinking about. Fortnite. Okay, there's more. <laughs> there's a few coming up. Is is um is one? How did I beat Paulo? And it's because no, I'm, I'm better than him. But we can definitely talk about that. Yeah, we can definitely <laughs> talk about it. But uh, the first one is from Nick. He wants to know uh, how was Perrysburg football when you were there. My my sophomore year, I think we were five hundred. We started, I think we started five and zero, and we ended up five hundred. Um, I don't remember a lot of it because I was a sophomore. I didn't play. I do remember uh, Coach Harmon. So so we had a guards coach and a tackles coach. We didn't have an offensive line coach. It was oh, Coach Hall was the guards coach and Coach Harmon was the tackles coach, and I was a tackle. So at halftime of like every game my sophomore year, he's like, "Lorenzo, get ready to go in," and I was excited, and I never went in, never, <laughs> not one time. But I was excited. Um, you know, I, I would play if it was a blowout or something, you know. Yeah. But uh, so my junior year, uh, I was we were nine and zero going into our final game against mommy. Mommy was seven and two, so they were good mm-hmm. also, and. Um, we were in. We, if we won, we were going to be in the playoffs. If we lost, we still possibly could be in the playoffs, and that would have been the first team to ever be in the playoffs for Perrysburg. Mm-hmm. And we went to Maumee, and we ended up losing. So we ended up nine and one. At the time, they took eight teams to the playoffs. We were number nine, so we didn't oh. make the playoffs. Uh, at nine and one, our region was just was really hard. There was yeah. a lot of good schools. And Taylor, you might you might know, but if we 
if we would have made the playoffs, we would either have played Justin Zwick, who ended up going yep. to Ohio State. I don't think he played very much at Ohio State. Or Maurice Claret. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we have got steamrolled, uh-huh. most likely. I don't yeah. know, but most likely. Um, but, we, but we were really good. It was a lot of fun. I think every one of our offense, five offensive linemen got something for league, mm-hmm. if not first team for everybody yeah. uh, or second team, depending on guards or whatever. Yeah. Um, we were good. And, and it's – you know, you, you we've had really successful seasons the past years. You know, obviously it's a lot more fun to win than lose. Um, but my senior year, coming off a nine and one season, almost making the playoffs, have all these high hopes. Uh, and then, you know, our very first play out here, we play Clyde, we get an interception, and then two plays later, we get we score, we're winning seven nothing. We're like, yeah, this is it. Lost the game forty seven to seven. Jeez. And that was just the start of a, a two and eight season my senior year lost to mommy again out here Uh, a couple cool things for me personally though is um my senior year i played offensive tackle tight end and running back Uh, i got to score a touchdown my only touchdown i ever scored in my entire life um it was uh so that was cool i got to go my my childhood my grade school best friend went to mommy and we got to go against each other in that game so that was cool we we have a picture i think my mom has it on her wall me and him after the game so that was a pretty cool moment too um, but overall, like, yeah, it, it sucked, but what I learned and I see it as a coach all the time, coaches, parents take a losses way harder than kids do. Like, and there's always going to be those outlier kids that are playing a sport where it'll, it'll last a little bit longer, but we kids bounce back pretty quickly. And, you know, as much as it's, it, it was terrible going two and eight. You know, me and my friends still talk about it. We joke about it like, hey, we were probably the best 2-8 and eight team in the state. Like, we just mess around all the yeah, time, you know. Yeah. But we remember having fun, you yeah, know. It was it was sure. a good time. And yeah. and I and that's what I hope you guys take away, regardless of – I mean, our season's always going to end in a loss unless we win a state championship. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, that's what you guys take away from that stuff, too, is, like, how much fun you had and, yeah. and, and, and you remember that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like this isn't the time for Fortnite questions. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna roll this. Uh, that's right. That's right. Talking about if you don't made the playoffs, you'd have played Zwicker Claret. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was before I was in the high school level, but I think it was my seventh grade year. Yeah, um, our varsity won state, um, but the like third round game or the fourth round game, mm-hmm. uh, if Saint Vincent Saint Mary would have won. They would have played against LeBron James. Oh, really? Last year playing football. Oh, wow. But they lost, and uh-huh. so we, we didn't get a play. That would have been crazy. Yeah, yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. It, it's always – it's cool to think about, like, even coaching against some of these kids we oh, coach yeah. against. Like, okay. oh, that guy. Or, you know, he's at Ohio State or he's going to UT or even some of the kids that we had on this on, – on go to Perrysburg. And, you know, it's fun for me to go to these games too. Like, I went to – my daughter got the chance to twirl at the University of Cincinnati, and Brady Young is there, who's a, a backup punter there now, but he went to Perrysburg, and, you know, so it's cool that I got to see him and, you know, meet up with some of the other kids that just attend Cincinnati, you know, Drew Sims at Heidelberg. We've, my, my kid's first college football game was Heidelberg at Adrian. That was their first college football game experience, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, so, so being a coach, being able to go to these other, see these oh, other, yeah. ex- have these experiences and stuff is yeah. pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think we kind of touched on this earlier, but uh, Yong wants to know why you're so nice to all of us. <laughs> um, is maybe that question too is is how come I'm not meaner? Maybe, but I I don't coach that way. Like mm-hmm. I can't now. I can get fired up if if I need to, yeah. especially if somebody's doing something that could hurt somebody. 
you know, but if, if you run the wrong route, if I was a receivers coach, or if you, you know, miss a block or something, I'm, you're already upset. Like, I'm not going to pile on that. You know, I will still coach you and say, Hey, you know, we can't miss this or whatever, you know, but I, I'm just not one to, to, to coach that way. And I, I didn't like being yelled at. So I, I also don't want to yell. And some kids can handle that, you know, yeah. but I know on a Friday night, emotions are already super high. I'm definitely not doing it on a Friday night. Mm. Now you might see me do something you know, out there, or I definitely would, if, if kids are listening from when I was a freshman football coach, I was good for one good tirade, you know, a year as a freshman coach. Cause sometimes you just got to like let all out and rain and it rains everybody back in, you know, it can, they can start getting too far out, like too loosey goosey. And then you just got to rein it back in, you know, but that's one perk of being an assistant coach is you don't need to be the rule maker all the time. You can kind of be like good cop, bad cop mm-hmm. where, you know, coach Connor could yell at one of my tight ends and then they look at me and I come, I was like, yeah, I, I was like, you're fine. I was like, sometimes he'll yell at someone's like, get them out of there. You know, don't put them back yeah. in and I'm going to put them back in, yeah. but I got to, I come over and explain what happened and we talk about what, you know, how to get better or the coaching aspects of it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and, and go, go about, go about practice, you know, but I, and it's not like I want all of you to like me. I don't care if you guys like me or not, but if you do, I want to foster that relationship. And, mm-hmm. and I want, you know, I, I like having conversations and I'm sure young asked that question because there was some, me and young had some really good conversations last year. And, you know, he, he, he and I were able to connect on a certain level and I like that. And, and now I know, and I even told my senior night, like I appreciated him opening up to me because I want to help in any way possible. If it's just football, cool, I'll help you with that. If you have something outside of football that you're dealing with, I want to be able to help with that too. I mean, you know, I have I had a, a brother who passed away from an overdose. I had my mom who drank, and I, I share those experiences because if you guys are dealing with that, I want you to know that, hey, I dealt with that stuff too, and, and we can talk about that. But it, it's mostly like – I don't want you guys, I want you guys to be happy when you see me. Like, I want to be the guy that, you know, doesn't, and then when I do yell at you, like, it's, it's an impact, but you know, I, I, I love you guys. And I, I want you to, to understand, like, yes, I'm yelling at you, but it's, it's coming out of a place of love and, and I want you guys to do better. So I'm going to tell you how to do better. But I, I just like, I like being liked. And, uh, if you guys don't, whatever, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take that too. But but the more kids I can help and and be open with, the the better for me and, and hopefully for for everybody else. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like awesome. you always get the most out of kids. I I try when, when they like when you have that good when you have a good relationship with them, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you like always have to be nice to them. Mm-hmm. But when they know that you care, they yeah. play so much harder for you because they know that you just want what's best for them. Yeah, and and they, and they don't want to like let you down. Yeah. And you know, I I hope. I hope for, first and foremost they're playing for themselves and their team, but then just another aspect of it is like, well, I'm, I want my coach to, you know, I love when they when they come either in practice or in games. Like, coach, did you see that block or did you see this or you know, because it's like you know my my nine year old does that. Like, dad, did you see this? You yep. know, yep. so so they're you know people uh, f- players are, are want you to see them and notice them, and, and I want to be the one that that sees that kind of stuff and helps them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's probably why you had a huge impact on me. I don't think I've ever like actually told you this, but. I mean, freshman freshman season, I knew, like, I really wanted, like, I knew football was my sport at that mm-hmm. time, and I was, like, really just getting into it. And then Rodgers was our coach. We all we all love <laughs> Rodgers. I mean, freshman football, that was so fun. <laughs> but, like, that just, that year getting coached by you, I think, was a big help because you cared for everybody. 
I mean, you really just kind of put people on the path that they needed to be on, and it helped me out a lot because, I mean, that was when I was starting to gain my confidence, and it just really, I mean, it really just put most of us through the roof. I mean, Joe was affected by it a lot. I know I was infected, affected by it a lot. And I think, like, Dylan, too, like, we all just, like, prospered from that. And I think that's why it's nice to have you around. All of our coaches are like that, really. I mm-hmm. mean, they all care mm-hmm. a lot, and they want to have those relationships. Yeah. And I think that just helps the way they play, like yeah. you guys said. And just overall, it's just a great I think experience. that's the one thing that stands out to me so much. Like, obviously, you know, uh, not around a lot. But Friday nights, I come in at halftime, and you sit around and you look at all the dudes in here. I mean, this is like one of the most incredible coaching staffs I've ever seen. And it's all guys that, like you said, care about everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, they're all here for the right reasons. And it's not always like that. You know, it's, I, I feel like once you get out and you experience outside of this a little bit, you'll understand that. Mm-hmm. this is it's not mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. At, even at jobs like you, you you might have a job when you get older and it's like this one thing just isn't right and you don't like it and it bothers you and you know and then you're like well I'm going to switch jobs and you don't know what it's like at the other mm-hmm. job so this little thing might be you go, you move to a different job or a different position and you're it's like way worse you know because you, you don't know what you have until you know until, until it's gone or, or you leave you know the grass isn't always greener and you know, you, you try to hold on to that as much as you can, uh, especially here. I mean, you only got four years. You know, we're here until they don't want us here anymore. So, mm-hmm. we you know, we, we get to, to be involved in all this and everything. And it's uh, it's a lot of it is, is you don't know how it is until, you know, 10 years from now. You're like, man, that was a lot of fun. You know, I, I, had, I had a head coach. Uh, coach Frank was our head coach my uh, junior and, and senior year. And, he, I remember a thing, and I always talk to him about it, is we don't know how good of a job we did. This is what he told our team. We don't know how good of a job we did coaching until we see you guys as fathers and, and out in the working and, you know, how are you as bosses and, and, and all that stuff because, you know, as much as, like, you guys are just seeing this as playing football, there's a lot of other things that are involved in here. It's just like I talked about leadership and, you know, how to be a part of a team and, and being a man and, like, all these things you're learning with subconsciously as you're playing football, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times, speaking of freshmen, your freshman year, I can't tell you how many times this year I referenced something <laughs> that you did as, like, a teaching point for the kids. They'd be like, well, why are we doing that? I'd be like, well, we do that because it works. Grace Watson scored. Oh, How yeah. many times – because he rap stick, he did it this way. <laughs> rap stick, like it, it's just <laughs> like referenced you and Joe mm-hmm. countless times this uh. year because you guys did everything the right way. Yeah, and when I'm trying to explain to kids, like, hey, this is why you're doing this. Like, look at how good those dudes are, and they weren't asking why. They just yeah. said, all right, this mm-hmm. is the way we do it. Yeah, having real examples, especially somebody that's still in school, yeah, like that they can watch, mm. really helps. Like, yeah. hammer home a point. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, along with the 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 players, like, I I mean, we don't really know much about how close the coaching staff is. Mm-hmm. So, is are you like kind of like the coaches, like you are with the players? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, we have our, we have our our text group, uh, and it's not just football stuff. You know, we uh, we send each other memes, and we talk about you know, send each other plays, and we have uh, 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 all everybody group, and then we have our offensive group too. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, in, in the summer we'll, we'll have, um, uh, we'll go out together, you know, mm. uh, a couple of summers ago we went to coach Connor's, uh, I think it's father-in-law's place. And we had a, like right before the season started, we had a, a party and, uh, our kids were there, you know, and they were swimming and, you know, hanging out, grilling, that kind of stuff. Mm. So, um, you can't operate a coaching staff without some level of like friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not going to work when, when, um, actually coach Allen and I were just talking about it where we have, a, we've developed a relationship over three years where if he needs to talk to my tight ends about running a route, mm-hmm. he knows he can talk to him and I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, even if he's yelling at him and, and sometimes he's still like, Hey, can I, can I tell Schroeder something? And I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. So th- Building those relationships makes coaching a lot easier, especially when I'm on a sideline and practice signaling and I'm not out there to yeah. coach, you know. So you got to have some sort of relationship, friendship. Otherwise, it's, it makes it very difficult to coach football because because emotions are so high on Friday nights, like that can happen. And, and, it, and it happens with friends. Like I'm sure you have really good friends where you've gotten mad at and you've, you guys yelled at each other. You know, that I remember when Coach Kriegel was here in – Coach Cotterman was the offensive line coach. There was times where I got – I was scared because, like, for, like, a, a quick second, they, like, were yelling at each other about something. And then it was over, and then the game continued or whatever. But I'm like, man, this is crazy. But, again, like, you have relationships where it's, you know, the best relationship with a girlfriend. I'm married, and, and we still have arguments, but that's that's part of life. And same thing here. Like, when we have our coaches' meetings – we're having fun and joking, and laughing, and then we talk about certain things, and I might suggest something, and Coach Carnes like, "No, that ain't gonna work," and I'm like, "Okay, then we'll move on." I, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not sad about it, you know. Yeah. That's that's just part of it, you know. But but we have a very good relationship, and it's it's fun in there, and and it's you know when we're when, when if it's a tight game at halftime, it's still fun in that room because we're figuring out how to win, and if it's a blowout, it's it's fun in there because you know we're laughing, having a good time, still making our adjustments, and you know whatever it is, I, I can count on those guys to mm-hmm. to help out outside, you know, in in football or outside of football if I need them for something. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, so we'll go. We'll, we'll stay on the uh, the tight ends yeah. track here. <laughs> okay. Tivin and Josh, they, this is like a they kind of both threw in parts of this. They would like to know your. Uh, your favorite H or tight end <laughs> of all time, <laughs> of all time, and maybe this year, and you can name a few. You don't have to just say this one. So I, I have a terrible memory. I was trying to think about that today. Like, obviously, we had I had Graham last year. Graham was really good because he – Graham in the tight end room I had last year compared to this year, night and day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Night and day. Like, they both get the job done. Mm-hmm. But the way, and it's just me trying to, to coach the kids and figuring out how to coach the kids. That's why I'm on, like, Snapchat and Instagram. Like, yeah. that's how you guys communicate. So I'm trying to communicate how you how you guys communicate. And mm-hmm. So those two rooms are just, like, like completely different. My first year, we had um, Ryan Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first year, he was, he was awesome, too. He was another kid that was quiet. Could joke around with him a little bit, um, but uh, he uh, he was he was really good also. And I coached him as a freshman, so I already had a built-in more built-in relationship with yeah. him. Um, my all-time favorite tight end. I don't know. It, it's hard because the the um, the difference in everyone's um, personality like really skews that. 
Like, like if I want to, if I need, if I want to tie in at this moment, if I want to tie in, who is just going to tell me, look at me in my face and just say yes, then I'm going to go with Ryan or Graham because mm-hmm. th- those are the guys I know. I don't want to be like, I don't need mess around time right now. Just do it. Yeah. If I feel like I want to just like, we're still coaching. I'm still coaching. I'm having a good time. Then I'll go with these guys because they make me laugh and it's fun and they mm-hmm. still do a good job. I, I was talking, I think I was talking to, to coach Connor in there. I was like, it's, it's fun to coach these guys and hard at the same time because they mess around a lot in practice. They, you know, they talk baby talk for some reason, and yes. I have no idea why they're doing yeah. that. Uh, but it cracks me up, and they love it when I say when I do stuff back to them. Uh, um, but the things they do in practice and and how they practice does not affect what they do in the game. Like mm-hmm. they they're still good. Now they're still mess ups, and that's kind of why we altered uh, practices a little bit, where I'm with them a little bit more during yeah. team. Um, but I, so when they do mess up. Um, there isn't a lot where I can go back and be like, see how you guys practice is affecting the game because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So um, I, I don't have, I'm not going to say who my favorite yeah. tight end is because I think that's unfair. Yep. I'll just say I have one uh, and they can fight about it. So <laughs> I do have one. You, I mean, the H and tight end room is loaded this year. Yeah. You, yeah. You've got a bunch of the goofballs. So, so I, I, w- I will name them Sh- uh, Schroeder, Schroeder, Hubbard, uh, Hire were the yeah, first three. And then Cini joined uh, a little bit ago, uh, probably like three weeks ago. Mm. Uh, hasn't played much, but does go in there. So I do enjoy, and they're all, they're all, yeah, personality. They especially, all have big personalities, especially the first three. Yeah, they are yeah. crazy. That was uh, like the, so the past three years of freshman football. So their group goof around, like practices to a football like. Purists yeah. were definitely not <laughs> good practices, right? But then oh, they did everything right in the game, mm-hmm. like never any issues. Last year, the exact opposite. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. You couldn't get them to focus. And in the game, it was mess-ups. Yeah. They weren't showing what they needed to in the game. And then yeah. this year, same thing as with them. It was like you could never get mad at them because – they were always doing what they were supposed to do, but yeah. they were goof around between plays constantly. But it's like, you guys are doing what you're supposed to do, yeah. and you're yeah. doing it really well. So, I mean, I'm not going to harp on you over and over if this is just how you practice. You you don't want to mess with that if everything's working. Yeah. Like, it's it, this is just how it is. And, you know, I, I reference it, them, kind of with Coach Kriegel when they went to the state Final Four. I remember he was – I think it was a uh, playoff game, home playoff game, maybe against Maslin here in the locker room. He's giving his pregame speech. Everyone's sitting down, giving a pregame speech, and then <laughs> somebody just, like, farts, like, loud. <laughs> and he just, he stops. He goes, what he said, get a break, let's go. <laughs> and that, and that was, but that was the team. That was the personality yeah. of the team, you know. And, and I always think about that because it is, like, a, a just a – I was in there, too, and it was just a funny, funny thing that happened, you know. Mm. Those freshman practices were <laughs> – crazy it's hard so much that was going on it's hard and when i was a freshman sometimes there was there was only two of us out there trying to rein everybody in so yeah it was fun though i could not imagine that with our group (laughs) we had some 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 characters oh yeah that no longer play but they were definitely characters taylor how do you feel when kids are playing freshman football and then they don't play anymore like I, I know from being experienced, there's some kids that are like, eh, fine. But there's other kids who are like, ah, I wish you would have played. Well, yeah. I mean, it just depends on like 
their focus. Mm-hmm. There are kids that don't come back out that I'm like, even if they were, you know, maybe had some promise, I'm like, you know what, that might just be for the best yeah. because I think they would have struggled with the expectations of varsity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I don't know, there might be a couple kids from your guys' grade that don't play now that I think should be playing. Should be playing. Yeah. Um, well, like Hubbard this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't playing. He didn't play the past two years and yeah. came out. So Yeah. There's one that might be coming. I'll tell you who later. Okay. <laughs> but there's one I'm very excited about okay. that there's rumors of they're coming back. Yeah. Good. Good. It's, it's exciting. Good. Yeah. So that's just a lot of fun. I think that's where kids really determine whether they want to play mm-hmm. more or not is that freshman year. And it's yeah. nice to have coaches like you guys who really kind of push them forwards in that pro- in that process. Yeah. Um, let's see. We already hit that one. Okay, Paulo uh, wants you to tell us uh, where the, na- the nickname Big Pun came from. <laughs> so that's my – that's my Fortnite name, and my friends my friends call me Pun, um, but they named me that in high school. Um, uh, I'm a I'm a big guy. I was the biggest of all our friends, uh, the tallest, and so there is a there's a rapper. His name is Big Pun or Punisher, and he is Cuban, I think, or maybe Dominican, but I am Mexican. And my stupid friends don't pay attention. <laughs> so they just, they started calling me Big Pun. And I'd much rather that nickname than the other guy who they're kind of, those two rappers partnered up. His name was Fat Joe. So I'd much rather have Big Pun than yep, yep, yep. Fat Zoe or something, yep, you know. Yep, yep. But now I'm going to get that called oh, by yeah. these. Yep. That's awesome. But that, that's where it came from. And I still have friends that call me Pun or Punisher. Um, I remember my senior year, I think it was the mommy game, they... I had a, my best friends had a big sign that just said pun on it. You know, they're holding out of cardboard. So yeah, it that's one of those like you said, nicknames that hang on for a while. This yeah. one this one stuck for a while and, and I like it though. I like I enjoy nicknames. So yeah. yeah. As long as they're not bad. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, Nico wants to know who your favorite J V warrior was. I guess we can say we'll say a J V player that didn't get much varsity time. Ah, okay. Okay, man, that's, that's that's tough. I do so. Of all time, it's someone who coaches with us now is Coach Oros. Mm-hmm. He, um, super coachable. Like I really enjoyed coaching him. He was a wide receiver when I was a wide receiver coach, uh, and then I think JV he probably played six different positions. Like he was all over the place and he could do everything. And there was times like I felt bad for him because, like he was like. If we were three receivers, he was the fourth one. If we were going four wide, he was the fifth one. Yeah. So, like, he was, like, always there, uh, and he knew everything, and he he was, like, again, so coachable, knew all the routes, knew every three – we had three receiver spots, knew each one of those, and uh, but just athletically just wasn't quite there. And it always bummed me out because, like, I wanted him to be there, and I wanted him to do well, and, you know, it, it's uh, it's cool now to see him with us because, like, I like – I like that. I like to think that at some point, some some part of me like decided helped him decide to be a coach, you know. And and but he he was he's he's my dude. He was always my dude, JV, and he's still my dude now. Like I enjoy talking to him. I think there was a few times where 
he he goes to school down in BG, and we've had dinner down there together. Like he's he's a good dude, and like I said, I'm glad he's here, and and hopefully he's gonna be a good coach. He's a good coach now, and once he be, gets a paid position, hopefully it's here, mm-hmm. and he teaches here. But uh, but he's a good dude, and he's probably my, my one of my favorite JV players. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, let's see. All right, now we'll, we'll get to the Fortnite ones. Now, <laughs> I know these, right. are very, these are very these are hard hitting ones. Yeah, they really want to know these ones. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. All right, um, Carson. Wants to know what your favorite skin is. Um, know what they're called. I don't know what they're called, but I can describe them. Yeah. So a lot of times, what I do now is just put it random. Yeah. So it just ran. I I don't care that much, but if I feel like I want to win, there's a particular one where it looks like it's it's all black. Uh, there's different different. You can add different colors, mm-hmm. but I like the all black one. But it almost looks like um, on the back, there's like a bunch of like straps or something, and they're they're crossed on the back. But it looks like like um, it's not a parachute, but that's what it looks like on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I, I enjoy that one. And then there was one, um, it's like a gold skeleton, where uh, the back bling for that, you needed to like um, have so many kills. And it added like, the back, the back bling was a skull too. And oh. it added like prongs on it. And then if you got all of them, then you went for the gold crown. So that, I like that too. Yeah, I like that cool. gold skeleton one, yeah. All right, um, Ian wants to know your favorite dance. Uh, can I say I still don't know how to correctly find them on my controller. Wow. So I, I don't use them very often because I, I still hit down or up or, uh-huh. and I don't know how to get to them. So. All right, that's, that's fair. <laughs> so I don't really have a favorite one. Uh-huh. My son, Mateo, shows me a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really have a favorite one. That's funny. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, let's go with another Reed wants to know why you have no hair on the top of your head, but you have a very big beard. Um, so I used to have really long hair, like long curly hair, and eventually I started going bald. So that's why I don't have it. I, if I let my hair grow, it'd be like half my head is no hair. Uh-huh. So uh, I shave it off, and I don't know. Like I have, a, I have a really good beard, and my dad does not. My dad can grow a goatee, but he cannot grow a beard. Um, so my brother could grow a beard too. Um, I also, I'll never shave my beard cause I don't like the way my face looks without it. Uh, oh. and I've had jobs in the past where I had to shave it for, for like, we had to get respirator fitted mm-hmm. and you had to be clean shaven. And, uh, I hated that day there was, <laughs> I, cause I just don't like my face without facial hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just like it, but I'm bald. That's why I don't have any hair. So <laughs> half by choice, half by yeah. half yeah. not. Fair enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> How long did that uh, beard take to grow back? Uh, it grows back pretty fast. Really? Yeah. It's it's much like shaving. I got to shave like every three days, but it grows pretty back. But it's the worst part of it is so itchy. Yeah. Like, that's, if, why I don't, that's why I can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's about as long as I'll go. Maybe a little bit yeah. longer than this. But. Like, like I can get to this. Like the itchy part for me is when it starts regrowing in. Yeah. And But I, I found like really like I went to the Arnold in Columbus. My daughter twirled baton down there, and I was just – Walking the the convention center with my son, and um, there was a beard station, and uh, and they sold me some cream and like shampoo and stuff for it, so I take care of it a little more, which eliminates a lot of that you know the itchy and everything. So it's just more maintenance, but it makes it look better, you know. And yeah. and there was a time during football season where I would start August first and not trim it at all, 
and wait until our season was over mm-hmm. if it was whenever that happened. Yeah. So I had long a long beard. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that too. My wife did not as much. Uh, it doesn't didn't look as good. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, but now I just keep it this length and I have product to take care of it. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What a great question. <laughs> he probably didn't anticipate that long of yeah, an answer. No, no, no. Definitely, no. Not. definitely no. not. Um I also don't think you can answer this, so we'll reword it. Um Well tell me the original wording and then we'll Josh was wanting to know which you enjoyed more coaching girls basketball or our football team. Okay. And I think a better way to word that would be what what our what are your favorite parts of each one? Um, so I like learning from other coaches, much like you know, I asked why I be why I wanted to be a coach, and those it was those three guys, and that's kind of what it is. Like I wanted to see other coaches coach, yeah. especially a different sport. I've never coached basketball before, and it made it a little easier because Coach Marshall, I, I coached with Coach Marshall's wife, mm-hmm. and um, so I knew her already, so it made it a little easier, and it was what I liked about it was the challenge to get the freshman girls. To not necessarily like me, but I guess respect me. And with with boys, it's a lot. I learned it's a lot easier. Like, mm-hmm. like you you guys, it's it's like oh he he like he coaches football. I like football. Let's be friends. You know, like mm-hmm. it's a lot easier. Yeah. And with with the girls basketball team, it was tough because they're like, who is this guy? I've yeah. never seen him before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I knew one girl on the team from anything. You know, maybe it would have been a little easier if, if I still coached junior high track mm-hmm. and they maybe would have done that. But I knew not, none of them. So it was just them getting to – them letting me coach them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but I enjoyed it because I had to work hard. Yeah. And they made me work for it. And by the end of the season, like, I felt better. And I still have a card that they said signed at the end of the year saying, like, you know, thank you and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So it's, it's hanging in my office. And, and so I like that part of it. But um, with you guys out here, like – I like being much with basketball. I like being the assistant coach, and like I said before, like just being, just being. I can just be myself and not have to worry about anything other than coaching these guys, talking to you guys, making each other laugh, that kind of stuff. Um, I and I do with this. I do enjoy coaching football because my son can be out there too. Mm-hmm. So I like that part of it. Like he, yeah. I mean, he could have done stuff for the basketball team if he wanted to, but neither of my kids really like basketball, so they were just there watching for yeah. whatever. But I like him being out here, so that that's you know a plus of of yeah. coaching, you know. Yeah. And eventually, you know, he'll be playing varsity hopefully, and then I'll still be here. So yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so tell us uh, a little bit about your podcast because you have a podcast called the Nerd Ball. Yep. And, well, a question actually from Bryson was, why did you name it the Nerdball? So, uh, it's called the Nerdball Podcast because it started with a friend. It was me and another friend. Mm-hmm. I love sports, and so I would always talk about sports. And he loved, like, movies, video games, um, you know, action figures, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, we had two separate worlds, and we, we worked together. Uh, this is at UT. So, we would come in during lunch, and we'd just talk a lot. And yeah. we'd go back and forth about stuff. Like, he knew... He, I was surprised he knew who LeBron was. Like, that's how little he cared about uh-huh. sports. So, like, we would talk about that stuff, and there's another guy in our break room. Like, you guys should, like, have a podcast about it. So I was able to get some equipment from my brother-in-law, and we called it the Nerd Ball because it's, like, nerd culture, yeah. sports coming together. Yeah. Uh, we even had, like, our logo was a, 
uh, two fists. One was a batter's glove, and one was, I don't know if you know what the Nintendo Power Glove is, but it was a controller that, it was like your hand yeah. in a controller. So it was like two fists bumping. That was, awesome. our, that was our logo. So we did that for a while, uh, probably about, I don't know, 20 some episodes, maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe like 30. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he couldn't do it anymore. He had a, a, got a different job, just couldn't do it. But I still wanted to have a podcast. Yeah. So I shifted to interviewing people. I think my first one was either Canyon, Gaggett, or, or I think it was Connor Waldenzak. Mm. Um, and, and that's, and I didn't want to change the name. So I changed the logo, logo and, and kept the name. And, and now, uh, now I have almost 200 episodes. Been doing it for three years. Um, awesome. and, and people like to be on it, you know, yeah. like, like these guys out here, especially like, I love like Bowden is like, coach, you keep having these guys on. When am I coming on? Like I would keep, you know, I like messing yeah. with him. Eventually I have guys on. I want to have people on that want to be on. Yep. So regardless of who it is, like, like, yeah, you can come on. We can talk. If we talk for half hour, if we talk for an hour and a half. Like I want to have people on. And yeah. I enjoy learning about people. And that's a lot of it too, is like learning about these cool things that are some people that I know, like on a, like I coach their daughters on softball. You know, I just had someone on that that's I coached her daughter and her son in, in different sports and she was on and we talked for an hour and I learned all this new stuff about her. Like I like learning and, and I don't want to like stop that part of it. Um and I enjoy talking as I I mean that's what this is. So and I've been doing a lot of it. So That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's called the Nerdball Podcast. Awesome. Yeah. So uh Oh you know, I and sorry to interrupt, but there is one more and if I don't say it, my friends will be mad at me. I do have another podcast called Three Different Dads. Okay. We we're coming up on fifty episodes of that. It's just me, two guys from high school and we talk about dad stuff. Uh-huh. Uh we talk about I mean we talk about some really dad stuff like HOAs. Uh we talk about uh, our lawns. We talk about, you know, if it's taxes, we talk about taxes. We talk about sports too, because we all like sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a bet. One of my friends is a Mavs, Mavs fan, mm-hmm. and I do have a bet. Uh, I bet him a hundred bucks that he wouldn't, that the Mavs wouldn't, wouldn't finish first or second in the conference. And mm-hmm. I think I have that locked down. I don't think they're gonna be that good. So, um, but, but it, it's a, it's a fun time because one lives in, in Texas, the other one lives here. But we get to one, one day a week. We just three, three guys hang out, mm-hmm. talk to each other. That's so, awesome. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Um, so who, who would you say like some of your favorite guests have been on your podcast? Uh, I've had, uh, coach Kriegel on twice. Coach, coach Kriegel was one of the only ones where I had questions set because I was, he was, I think he was number four and I was really nervous. I went to his house, set up all my equipment, like all the equipment is here. Uh, we sat there and talked for an hour, but I had questions and that was one of the only ones I've ever done it. Cause I didn't want to mess it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had, I enjoy having football players on because it, it helps me like, get my interviewing skills mm-hmm. uh, better because you guys aren't the best at ta- at talking sometimes. <laughs> uh-huh. So I enjoy that. I did learn I have to have two on at one time because it's very tough if it's just one of you. Yeah. Um, but um, I enjoy those. I've had Mr. Buker on several times. He's always one, like, if I need someone in an hour, like, I can mm-hmm. text him, like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Uh, uh, Coach Marshall's been on quite a few times. Um I, I'm trying to get like more outside mm-hmm. Perrysburg, but but this is where it's at now, and I, I really enjoy it. Um, I had one of my the favorite my favorite streamers that I watch. Uh, he's he isn't like super popular, but he's he's very enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And me and Mateo watch him. I have him hopefully scheduled uh, within the next few weeks. He'll come on. Um, but yeah, it's my mom's was really good. She came on. She was she. We talked for two hours for that one. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, anybody for the most part, anybody that. That wants to come on. I want to have them on, and I enjoy. I'll, there hasn't been one where I'm like that I can't put out. Like it was bad, or mm. they, you know, 
they didn't answer the questions right. If they don't answer questions right, that's my fault. Like I did something, I wasn't answering or asking the right questions or I didn't frame them right or whatever, you know, but, but I, I, like I said, I, a lot of them have been, I mean, I had someone who made goat soap, soap out of goat's milk. Like they, they came on and, and it was cool. And we talked for an hour. I had the woman who, I don't know if you know, carpets by auto. Uh, mm-hmm. she's, she's, um, her parents own that company and she came on, we, and we learned about her and, you know, so all these like like we talked about carpets because that's what it was. But then I learned that she makes miniature things, like like tiny. It might be a watermelon or a bowl of ice cream, and she makes tiny things. And like with you art? know, yeah, it's like art. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she went to school for art. You know, so like, and she makes these magnets that are tiny or these little yeah. things. You know, so all these like little tidbits I could find out. Like that's why the the first question I always ask people is what do you what are you nerding out about something you're super into right now you know because you know Coach Cotterman was on and he likes to bake I didn't know he liked to bake no I no, coach with I yeah. yeah I coached them for years he never brought in cookies or anything you know but he but he loves baking wow. you know so Pulled yeah, out, man. <laughs> yeah. so like all, all those things all those interesting things to find out about people you yeah. know so yeah. that's awesome yeah yeah Rogers what do you think the rank it should be this week oh man. So we do a segment called Rank It. Yeah. Um, we'll give you a topic. Mm-hmm. You've got to give us your top five. Okay. All right. So I feel like I feel like Lorenzo could be a movie guy. Are so you? Um, I don't rewatch movies, okay. but I do enjoy movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch less now because I'm just so busy. But yeah, yeah I enjoy movies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sports memories. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Can you, yeah? If you've got, if you've got like professional, yeah. professional, yes. like anything, yeah, with you, I think, anything. Okay. And they don't have to be in order unless <clears throat> you, unless you have an order. So I have my number. I have my number one and All number right. two already. Right. Perfect. Um, but we can go. So sports memories. Um, I think one of one of them, and we'll just I'll just start listening until I get to my top two because those are the ones that for sure. Uh, I I was not a varsity football coach when we went to the state final four. But Coach Kriegel, you know, I would, I would always bug him. I actually found old emails of me, like, hounding him. Like, hey, you know, is, is there something I can do? I'm a seventh-grade coach at the time and, you know, or a freshman coach. And, like, what can I do more of this and that? And, you know, so just being on the sidelines of that state Final Four run, uh, every game, I went to every game. I drove with, at the time, our trainer was Steph Gherkin. I rode with her every time, you know. So even, like, just driving with her and the other, like the, the college trainers that she had, the interns, that was fun. But being a part of that, because that, that doesn't happen. No, very, yeah. it's very rare to be able to be a part of that. And, and, you know, to, to see all that and see how the coaches coach and be involved in that was really cool. Um, I think any, anything, um, my kids do, I enjoy watching. Uh, especially if it's like a big game or my daughter twirls baton and going to those big competitions because it's not just about her like doing the competition. Uh, we're all there. Yeah. And what really stands out to me of those things, especially baton competitions, is there are very few dads that go. And I understand everyone has like, they're busy or that other kids doing stuff or whatever. And we just luck out where Mateo is able to go to these. So we all go and And so I I enjoy being that because I think it's important for her to to not only see me there, but to see her brother there too. Because she goes to a lot of his stuff. And she twirling baton isn't a weekly thing as far as competitions. There's like three competitions, like big competitions a year. And I make a point to tell Mateo, like, yes, is there boring times because she performs for two minutes and then the next two hours she doesn't do anything? It's like a track meet. <laughs> yes, there is. Like, it's it, there are long days. I think we – the longest day I've, I've – I think it was like 14 hours we were there oh. one day. Yeah. 
So it's long, but I want her to understand, like, we're watching you. We're here for you. We're supporting you, you know. So anything that they do, you know, we'll get, watching Mateo play football or baseball or when he was involved in basketball, I remember him. He played basketball two years ago, and his team won the championship, you know, for, for Perrysburg here. So, like, anything they do, I, I love being a part of that, you know, and, this, and going towards him being on Friday nights, being on the sidelines at some point, you know, if he decides to play or doesn't. You know, I, 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 I look forward to those memories. Um being being uh coached by my parents was really cool too. Uh we won my junior high we won but we were back to back city champions in our baseball league. And I remember like I still remember we were down I think we were down uh or maybe it was tied two to two. No, we were down two one and two outs bottom, I think we played seven innings, bottom of the seventh inning. One of our guys got hit by it was drop drop third strike, made it the first Eventually, he made it around to tie it, and then we won in extra innings. And I remember um, it was at Ravine Park in Toledo, which is right next to the park I work at. So I get to I drive by it every day, and I get to see it, and I think about that all the time. Like, that's where we won our back-to-back city championships. Um, so personally, those are all it. The ones I remember professionally, uh, my second favorite was – I'm a huge San Antonio Spurs fan. Mm-hmm. Love the Spurs. Super excited they got Victor Wembanyama. Uh, I can't wait for the future of that. Their first NBA championship in 1999, my dad, it was me, my dad, and a friend of my dad's. We, we used to go watch uh, games at this bar in Toledo called Arnie's. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. I think it might be like a restaurant now or something. Um, but we would go there all the time. It was a cool little spot because it was a bar, and then you walk in the back, and it was like theater-style seating, and you still sat at tables, and then you had a box on your table that you could tune to whatever TV you want to watch. Oh, that's cool. So you could hear it. You yeah. could hear it, and then everybody could do whatever they want to. So it was the the last game of the finals. I think the Spurs won it in six, I think. And what I remember most is we were there. They played the Knicks, and when they won, and I still have the picture from Sports Illustrated of Tim Duncan and Dave Robinson both trying to block Latrell Sprewell for the last shot, and he airballed it. They won, and me, my dad, and my dad's friend – screaming and yelling no one else in that place is doing anything <laughs> just me and my dad and him and just so excited and like it's just something that's burned into me especially because i my friend saved the picture for me he gave me the sports illustrated picture and like being like it's their first championship ever so that was another thing too like that and and you don't know what's gonna happen they went in four more but you don't know like yeah. this you, this is it you know, and so that was exciting uh, just to be a part of that. My all-time favorite was a, actually a loss by my team, but it was when the the Indians at the time were in the World Series against the Cubs. Oh. Game seven, yep. they're down. Uh, Rajay Davis is up, and I'm it's I'm it's late. I'm sitting on the couch. Andrea's sleeping. My wife is sleeping on the couch, and Rajay Davis is against Araldis Chapman and hits a home run to left field, and to tie the game. And I stand up. My kids are sleeping. I stand up, and I'm like, um, whisper screaming. And Andrea kind of wakes up, and she's like, "What?" I go, "He just hit a home run. He just tied the game." And she like kind of looks at me and kind of just rolls back and and goes to sleep. But it was so exciting. It was and and I was like by myself essentially. And but I just rem- and I still see it and it'll show up on TikToks or Instagram reels and I see it and I know what happens after that they lose and it's heartbreaking. But that moment, like even now talking about it, is just like I'll Google it sometimes. Like if I want to, if I just think about it, like you know I want to see it again. Tom Hamilton's call, the Indians radio announcer, his call of it was awesome. 
he's so good at letting you sit in the crowd noise as opposed to trying to talk over it. So he called the home run, and then it was it had to be like a minute of just the crowd. Mm-hmm. And it was so good to hear not only the TV, but then to hear him do it. Like it's it. Like I said, I'll look it up now and still to still even though they lost and it's terrible and they'll never win a World Series because it's the Indians slash Guardians. Nope. Um, but yeah, it was cool. And then going through that whole run of that, that's when Mateo got into baseball because he would sit and he would ask questions like, like um, you know, I remember one time where they hit a foul ball and he goes, oh. So if they hit a foul ball, they get to try again. Like, so I knew he was like into it and wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, every morning he would ask like, did they win? I'm like, no, they didn't win. Cause he, it was late. You know, he mm. couldn't stay up. So to have to tell him like, you know, they, they lost, they didn't do it. You know, if he was a little older, he might ask more questions, but he was, you know, that was what, 2016. So he wasn't, you know, that he was five, six, something like that. So, but, but I can pinpoint like, this is when he started getting into baseball, which I, that's a big part of it too. So, yeah. yeah. That reminds me of that 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 call that you're talking about. Yeah, it reminds me of, of two two instances. One of them, I don't know if you ever seen this video, but um, it's the Kings mm-hmm. uh, basketball. I think it was two years ago, last year maybe. I forget who hit the shot. I think it might have been Kevin Herter. Mm-hmm. He he makes the shot, and I forget who was calling it. Might have been Mike Breen. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, he's bang. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and he goes. Uh, he hits he hits the shot and I mean everyone it's loud already. It's so loud. People are screaming. And he hits the shot and it like breaks breaks like the microphones. Like it's so <laughs> loud. And it it makes me so excited every yeah. time. I'll I'll try to pull it up. It makes me so excited. Yeah. It, 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 an announcer can do like can just raise the level of whatever yeah. you're watching so so much. And, you know, Mike Breen's really good. I, you know, I he has his call, and I know that's his thing, and I know people don't like it, but he doesn't overuse it either. Yeah. Like he uses exactly. it at certain points. Like he's not gonna yeah. use it in the first quarter. You yeah, know, yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right, here's the. You it, gotta hold it to the microphone. I know the microphones might <laughs> pick it up. Hold on, let me let me get full screen here. All right. So, I don't know this is a full. How long is this clip? Thirty seconds. Yeah. So. It is like, very loud. It's so yeah. loud. And it's awesome. It makes me so excited every time I watch yeah, it. Yeah. I don't even like the Kings. Yeah. Like the Kings are a bunch of nobodies, but yeah. they won the game and it is just it's so awesome. And I love it. And then the other one, I used to like the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. I just I think I got a shirt when I was younger and I was like, All right, this is my team. Yeah. 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 That's, That's how it always works. works. Yeah. 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 So I was like, All right, let's watch them. So I remember um oh shoot, what year was it? I don't know. I think I was in junior high, maybe eighth grade. So that would have been how many years ago? Three years ago? Three, four years ago? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So we'll say 2020. And they, the Raptors are going on the run. They're in the playoffs. They're good. I'm like, all right, this is this is awesome. This is my year. Yeah, like, this is my year. <laughs> all these years of being a fan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when I was my three years of being a fan Fandom, of the Raptors, yeah, I yeah. was like, awesome. So I'm watching it. Was that when they had Kawhi? Yes. Okay, yep. That was 19. 19, yep, yeah. Yep. All right. And they're playing the 76ers. This was oh. a championship game, wasn't it? I think it was. It, it, was, might have been the, it was game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To get to the, the Finals, Chiefs, the NBA finals. finals, yep. And 
I was like, I was sitting on my couch. I forget when it was, but whenever it was, my whole I had we had a bunch of family over, mm-hmm. and I was like, everyone was talking in the kitchen. I'm sitting on the couch, like watching the game because I was like so into it. Yeah. And he, I remember the last shot, like because I I saw it on the TV and I was just in awe because he like, as <laughs> the one I can like recite the whole call, man. Yeah. Can, like memorize. He like went up, like hit the rim. Like twice, like it, I've never seen a ball bounce like that before. It felt like it was just sitting on there for forever. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen a ball bounce like that. It was like up, <laughs> up, rattle, ball, and it and it went in. And he's like sitting on the ground. Everyone's just like watching. Mm-hmm. They're frozen. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. It, yeah, that it, that was yeah. As much as I hated Kawhi because he wanted to leave the Spurs, like uh-huh. that was that was a cool it a cool was, thing. That was probably my best professional. Sports yeah. moment I've ever witnessed. Yeah. That was that was awesome. What about you, Taylor? Oh man, I, it's weird. It's not like a like a game moment, but mm-hmm. I remember watching the '98 Bulls championship parade okay. on TV. Yeah, and like just always stood out to me. Like mm-hmm. I'll just never forget that. Mm-hmm. Like just all the excitement, just how cool it was to see Michael and all that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, when the Cavs won their championship, uh, that whole – watching that yeah. was awesome. I, I was so happy for my fan, friends who were Cavs fans. Yeah. Like, it was – yeah. Because that's just – I'm glad I'm not an all-Cleveland sports fan because I'd be miserable. Me and, and, <laughs> me and my friends, like my high school friends, we would watch – because, I mean, we – like I said, LeBron was in high school when we were oh, like, yeah. junior high. So, yeah. I mean, it was like we yeah. were big LeBron fans mm-hmm. and – we would watch all the any game that was televised. Yeah, we're watching it. Yeah, and I just remember watching the Spurs series. Like, I graduated that year, and I was working in like a factory in my yeah. summer job. And I remember coming home, and I had like Pizza Hut wings or something like that. And I sat down. <laughs> the best wings, right? And, oh yeah, right. <laughs> and sweat, and it was just like, man, like yeah. what? Like that sucked. Yeah. But to see to watch them win yeah. was just yeah. <sighs> Awesome. Well, do you have any closing remarks, anything that we didn't touch that you would like to go no, over? No. For, first of all, uh, you do a really good job, and this podcast is probably better because Sam's not here, so we'll say that. Well, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> all right. No, you did. Thank you, did. you for listening. We're done. No, no. I said you – no, it's better oh, because he's not said, here. I thought he was better – no, no, no. Sam was here. No, I like, I, you got to be kidding me. No, no. Without, it's better without Sam. All right, well, never mind. Like, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what would have happened, but I don't think you would have got those awesome questions, though. Um, Thank you. you did a really good job. Uh, this is cool. I, there's very few times, because I interview people so much, where um, I get to, I get questions asked about me. So I, I enjoy that. Uh, this was really fun. Um, I Because I because I asked people so many questions, um, I... I anticipate questions a lot too now, um, but you your questions are really good, and I do like that. I think that should be a running thing for you guys. Yeah, like, like, like if it's a soccer yeah. player or something, maybe go to the soccer team yeah. and get some of yeah. those things because that, that's cool. Because you're not going to always ask everything, um, and I think you you balanced because you knew what was on your your question list. You could ask like more adult questions because you knew like these knuckleheads on your phone yeah. were going to ask these other questions. Um, it's a great descriptor. Yeah. So like, like I think, um, I, I never know like what to expect going in, into like, I didn't know what to expect. Like, yeah, I would love to come on. I don't know what's going to happen or, or what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I could just based on your other, your other interviews you guys did. 
Um, but it was cool. I, I really enjoyed it. I appreciate you asking me to come on here. Um, it was, uh, and if you ever need someone else, I'll, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't know what you would be. I always, I, I always tell people like, yeah, you can, I'll definitely have you back on. And then I got to think, what am I going to ask them? Like, yeah. you know, that, that's the hard yeah. part, but, but you know, it makes, it makes me become a better interviewer. Mm-hmm. So if you ever guys need someone else, let me know. Or if you need a fill in host, cause Sam misses yeah. again. Well, he's fired now. So yes. Maybe we'll have to hey, send your just send your job applications to uh, <laughs> crogers at harrisburgschools.net. I don't even know if he's going to – do you think he's going to listen to this? No. 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 He's definitely not going to make it to a minute or an hour, 23 minutes. I <laughs> promise you that. Let's, let's, leave him a, let's leave him a message. What should we – if Sam, if you're listening to this – uh, the the code word. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. Text. You got to text me and Rogers. I want my job back. Yep. That's what you have to text. And we'll word give you a hundred dollar signing bonus too. Yeah. Because you're not listening to this. Yep. You know it. You know. You know why he's not going to listen to this? Because his voice isn't on it. Yeah. So he's yeah. not going to listen yeah. to yeah. it. He's like. He's like Mefford in that he That's only right. listens to right. see it for himself. <laughs> That's that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna listen to the podcast. He's gonna hear his name and he's gonna go and text his girlfriend. Dang, you mentioned him twice even oh, on this podcast. No, yeah, he did it. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> and the second one was his actual name. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Did I say Medford? Yeah, yeah you did. Okay, he good. said Medford. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not good. I call him Medford. Right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not hip on the. Uh, yeah, that's, no, that's right. I didn't know why you guys did that anyway. Yeah, yeah. The the nice thing is is he wouldn't listen this far to hear us say his name either. That's true. Oh, okay. That's true. Right. He'd yeah. be done already. Yeah. 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 Well, this yeah, yeah. I this is um, it flew by. It was a lot of fun. Oh, you guys, yeah. you guys did. It's awesome just sitting here talking to you guys. Yeah. And I was, I kept with seeing it. I was like, am I talking too much? Like, should we be done? I I, I didn't. I have any ex- expectations for it. So it, it was a fun. It was a fun episode. Yeah. This is probably the smoothest it's ever been. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. Awesome. I think from my perspective, having sat through last year and having been through these episodes so far. I think all of our episodes this year are a little smoother than last year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you learn, right? You learn a lot. Yeah. You know, I, you know. I, I just think that uh, you have – I like – I, I love Jack and Joel. Um, I think you have a little bit more of a – I'm not even trying to say it. A smoother presence on the mic. Um, I think Joel didn't take it serious enough, and I think Jack almost took it too serious. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think that you're a little bit more like, go with the flow, yeah. take it where the person takes it. That yeah, you're very good at that too. Yeah. Like oh, and you know, speaking of that, yeah, yeah. and you have another question that's based right. on it. That's why, and that's why I don't like having questions mm-hmm. because I won't listen to the person. I'm just like, okay, what's yeah. my next question? Yep. That you know? was that was what Joel did. Last yeah, year. that's kind of yeah. what I. That's what I didn't want to be like that because I would listen. To him, right? It's hard to do. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. it's a lot harder, yeah. but but it makes the interview a lot smoother. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. a lot smoother. But I just don't want it to feel like I'm, like just asking them a question to ask another one. Yeah, like I want to be yeah. like, personable yeah. with them. You do a great job. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes too that they'll they'll answer your question and they'll say something really cool and you're like, next question. Yeah. And then everyone's like, wait, wait, go back to exactly. that thing. Yep, what exactly. Is- yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Feedback. That was. Yeah. That was. That was perfect. Yeah. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Fun too. You gonna do the outro then? You can do it. I don't even. I did it last week. I don't know it. Wait. It's like a. Don't. What is it? Embarrassed every time I have to say it. We don't have to say it anymore. It's fine. He's fired, so we don't have to worry about it. Wait, Sam. Sam does it. No. Sam does his idea. It was his idea. We go back and forth. What is it? It was. 
Shoot, it was, it was, I'm curious now. Don't cry, but it's time to say goodbye to Inside the Hive. <laughs> yeah. It's a little corny. Well, we, we went from Joel's to the moon to don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. A little nursery rhyme. Okay. All right. We got we to gotta figure something else out. <laughs> well, you can always do something different, everyone. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's true. So We this, don't have to have a catchphrase anymore. True. Yeah. We don't have yeah. to. You just say goodbye. <laughs> We could. Yeah. Could there do that. All right. Well, well, I guess we'll figure it out another time. Right? Yeah. All right. All right. For now, well, just. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Coach Moucher, it was a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, this will wrap up episode five. Sweet. Yep. See you.